When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is time to get up with the D in Big D, which today stands for dysfunction. Did you hear what Jerry said about his quarterback yesterday? Oh, my God, here we go. Meantime, the object in the rearview mirror is a lot closer than half the coaches in the NFL would like. We'll tell you the one place Bill makes the most sense. And then is Pitt the fit for a quarterback in need of a fresh start? It's the slam dunk of the offseason unless... It isn't. All that and more on this Wednesday edition. Here we come. We put the squad back together again from yesterday, and we learned something interesting. Hawk travels with his own pillow. We like that about him. Small come pillow. on, baby. Such a receiver. What? I mean, come on. It's important to be comfortable. It's important to be comfortable. <laughs> that is exactly I got you. Right. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. And you I know, who, you right? so we got all the football you could ever possibly imagine, but we start with bad news from the NBA for a guy who cannot really afford any more of it. And it's that guy, Joel Embiid, the defending MVP, back against the Warriors after missing the last two games. Second quarter, take a look. You're going to see the ankle here, Dominique. Yeah, that doesn't look good, especially if you're over seven feet. That can't be comfortable. That was his second injury scare of the game, but it was by no means the worst one. Third quarter now of a good game. Look at Steph. Oh, he's so funny. Oh, Heavens. Even he couldn't believe yeah, that went in. Surprise, surprise. And then here he comes again. Watch him walk this one off while it's still in the air. He knows. Uh, I like that. That's pretty sweet. Right? 37.7 assists. Warriors pull away. Now here, watch Jonathan Kaminga diving for this steal. Just keep an eye on the end of the play there. And we're going to show it to you again. Steph is going to make a layup on the other end. The Warriors are going to go on to win by 12. But that's not what's important here. Watch Kaminga. He's double zero there on the right of your screen. And as he goes after the ball, he's going to land right. Ooh. Mm. What do you see there, Jeff? Ooh, that thing hit. That, look, it popped backwards. That is not. That is not. That's a big man trying to walk that off. That is not comfortable. He will have an MRI today, will Joel Embiid. So there are so many factors at play here. And one of them is this. He leads the league in scoring at 35 points per game, but he is significantly trending towards not qualifying for any postseason awards. Remember, you have to play at least 65 games to qualify. He's already missed 12, which means he could only miss five more. We will keep a a close eye on this, obviously, if there's any further word on Joel Embiid. In the meantime, let's go to the NFL. The offseason has begun. For 30 of the 32 teams, today we're going to dive into some of the biggest storylines of this offseason. It begins with perhaps the biggest. Jeff, the Bears have the number one pick in the draft. What should they do with it? Keep them both. Why not? Hey, your chances are much better to go it this way, right? Keep Fields. You can have Williams sit behind him for a little bit. If all of a sudden you feel like Williams is the guy ready to go play, put him in. I think it worked with Patrick Mahomes. But if you look at San Francisco, they take a dude third. Now the last guy in the draft is their starter. It doesn't always hit like you think it is. Give yourself the most options. Okay, that's insane, but we'll talk about it later. Do it. (laughs) Dominique, Bill Belichick still without a head coaching job. Will he coach in 2024? Yeah. I don't think he'll coach in this coming season, but I think he'll be back soon after that. Bill Belichick is going to make it really uncomfortable for any team that has expectations or any coach 
whose team has expectations. As soon as you slip up, we're going to be talking about it. The local fans are going to be calling for him, and he might actually show up. Yeah, any number of places where there might be interest. In the meantime, Hawk, let's go to Dallas. The Cowboys have a huge decision to make about Dak Prescott. What should they do? Yeah, I mean, what do you do with somebody who was an MVP candidate with almost two weeks left in the season? What do you do with the person that led the NFL in touchdown passes? What do you do with the person that your owner called the best leader at the quarterback position in franchise history? You start to make a budget because he's going to have the Brinks truck backed up for him. Yeah, extending Dak Prescott would seem to be the logical thing to do. But we know in Dallas, logic doesn't always play a factor. You talk about all the leverage that Dak Prescott has. They can't tag him. He's got a no-trade clause. His cap number for next year is almost $60 million. So he has all the leverage in the world. Despite all of that, I need you to hear what Jerry Jones said yesterday at the Combine. Dak has done nothing to change my mind of any uh, promise for the future. I think I said in the deal that we'd go as far as Dak takes us in the playoffs. Remember that? Right. We go as far as Dak takes us. Right. And that's how far we went. Oh, right. So okay, so my point is that doesn't change a thing. Okay. Where we'll go as far as Dak takes us. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, Shot quickly, or compliment? I misspoke. They're at the Senior Bowl, not the Combine, but that's obviously not the lead here. Stop <laughs> acting like those ain't bars, Dom. What, 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 what? They are bars. What did he just say? What, what did he just say? What he, what he just did was open negotiations. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like they have to, they are going to talk about an extension this offseason. It remains to be seen if they get there, because we remember the last time it wasn't easy. But here's Jerry kind of putting it out there, like, all right, well, you you want an extension, but. We haven't really gone as far as we want to go with you. Maybe we, so. I think that's what this is. I think it's a first salvo in negotiation. Okay, let me say this. Look, look pan right here. There <laughs> is no negotiation. Yeah. This dude has all the. Le- Very rarely in your life are you going to get this much leverage. And Dak Prescott's got a sixty million dollar number against their cap. No trade. No franchise. No. He gonna do what he wants. What he needs to do is write a really big number on a piece of paper Slide and hand it thing. to Jerry and Slide. say, Jerry, let's get it done and then move on. Let's go sign other players, whatever else we got to do. That should be the negotiation if you're Dak Prescott. If he's try- I mean, it appears that Dan is right. He's- the only thing that makes sense is that he's trying to create some sort of leverage. This is an awful way to create leverage because essentially what he's doing is like perpetuating this conversation that's kind of absurd, that Dak is not good enough, and that is not going to do anything but feed the fools within their fan base that are going to say this and put more and more pressure on Dak and make it more and more uncomfortable for your quarterback. You got a good quarterback, pay that man. Can I stop you for a moment there? The fools within their fan base are one thing. How about the fools within the family? Lest we forget, this is coming from inside the house. We had Micah Parsons' brother. We had C.D. Lamb's mother as recently as a week ago suggesting that he's not worth worth all the money that Jeff (laughs) says he's going to get. And so this Jerry Jones' behavior, 
right now and in previous uh, contract negotiations are the reason why these people feel emboldened to say stuff like this. And whether Jerry Jones wants to win a championship or create a reality show, I'm not quite so sure. But this does not seem to be the most productive thing to do if you are trying to create a a galvanized team that can win a championship around Dak Prescott. Just pay the man and tell everybody else, shut up. This is our guy. We came up short, but that doesn't mean that he's not our guy. But he did the the absolute opposite of that. Yes. I don't know how else to say it. Well, but, but the point is, we always talk about things that make sense that don't make sense. But you guys know better than anyone because you sat there and negotiated with these owners individually. With, Jerry. with that with, one, with him right. in particular. <laughs> All the, these decisions get made by one person at a time. So it doesn't matter what you think, I think, or anyone else thinks yeah. makes sense. There has never been a moment ever where it has seemed like Jerry Jones thought Dak Prescott is my guy forever. He's going to be a cowboy for life. He's going to be Starback. He's going to be Aikman. It has never felt that way. And that sounded like the opposite. If you get knocked out in the first round and I say we went as far as my quarterback took us, there's only one way to take that. As someone who is sitting on this desk because I came from a literal Jerry Jones reality show, um, (laughs) I can promise you, like, Jerry Jones is speaking every week to the media. He is saying something about Dak Prescott. He is saying something about Mike McCarthy, so on and so forth. But in the game of football, the game within the game is it is the owner's job to try to get you to take as little money as humanly possible. I don't care how great you are. You could be their son playing football on their team. Their job is to underpay you. And as a player, it is your job to try to get that ownership in that franchise to overpay for your services. And Dak Prescott has done everything he's needed to do to do exactly that. He has led the league in touchdown passes. He has that $60 million cap hit. He has every piece of the leverage. So all that Jerry Jerry Jones could do now is try to sway the court of public opinion on why this is going to be probably a little harder than they anticipate. That's why I disagree with you. The job is not to try to get you to pay as little as possible. Your job is to create a culture and a team and a roster that can win a championship. And And I think that there are some pennies that are not worth fighting over because the cost of fighting Dak Prescott over a couple million dollars here or there, which you're not going to get, is detrimental to your team. Absolutely. And when I leave leave my, 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 my tooth under my pillow, you know, they should, there should be 10 bucks when I wake up. And Santa Claus is real. And, like, all those things absolutely should be the case. But we're in reality, but especially with Jerry Jones, because we know how he operates. an owner and a general manager. Mm-hmm. And when you're wearing two hats, you got to do two exactly. different jobs. Yep. Right. That's the yep. problem. If you're trying to galvanize a team, Great point. that's where you do it from. When you're a general manager, you're trying to negotiate contracts. That is not where you're galvanizing the team. It's a private mm-hmm. conversation. You can't have it in public, the court of public opinion like you're talking about. Dan. Yes. Great point. Tad Prescott, friend of the show. We know he's watching. And, Tad, you know we're on your side. He said, if I could get Dak out of there, I would. Is there a world in which Dak Prescott, with all of this nonsense and 31, well, let's say 25 other teams that would love to have him, is there a world in which he uses that leverage to wind up somewhere else? When? You tell me. Yeah, in 2025, yes, I do believe there is such a world where he ends up on a different team in 2025. Mm. Look, the, the fact that Jerry, if Jerry Jones was a tooth fairy, he'd offer six and you were looking for ten. <laughs> right? And, and he'd hope to settle at eight. Right? So, like, he's, he is negotiating. You say there's no nego- – you know, you guys know as well as anybody, everything's a negotiation <laughs> to, to Jerry. So – the fact that Dak Prescott's salary is what it is, the fact that his cap number is what it is, the fact that he has a no trade, a no franchise, that tells you that the last time they did this, that Dak Prescott and his agent Todd France kicked their butts. One. Like, I mean, right? And so I don't think Jerry wants that to happen again. And 
If Dak is going to exercise all of his leverage, which he has the perfect right to do and should, then you could get to a situation where the Cowboys say, you know what, we're not going through this again. We'll play it out. Yeah. So and if he wants me. to go somewhere else, can you play it out at $59.5 million? Pro- probably not. You might have to extend it with a couple more void years if you don't want to actually extend it, but you're going to need his permission to do that anyway. Right. Uh, but That's what I mean. You like, could, he can force his way out of there if he wants going to have to stop have to doing this elsewhere. for what purpose? And so, like, one, a challenge for a lot of NFL teams is it's a business that has two objectives. One is to make money, yep. and the other is to win championships. Most of the time, those things are not in conflict. When those things are in conflict, you show your true colors by the decision you make. And right now, those things are in conflict. And Jerry Jones seems to care more about, like, arguing Dak down than getting the, the team galvanized. Why are teammates' families saying the things they're scary. saying about Dak? No, no. But there are plenty <laughs> of other quarterbacks out there that get paid a lot of money yeah. whose mm-hmm. teammates you know mumble and grumble about right. them all yeah. the time behind closed doors, and it does not come out this way. Right. The, 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 the bottom line of it is there's something there, else I, going on So here. I think that there is an us and a them. And normally the us includes all the people, and we're like, hey, we can talk bad about our family in here, right. but nobody else outside. But Jerry, the way that he talks in the media, he divides up this team. And, and they feel like so Dak is them? It feels like it sometimes does it not. Like it yeah. feels like they treat Dak like he is some, somehow different from everyone else, and Dallas is a different place. I hate it, but it I, works I, for him, I guess. I think when you have the star on your helmet, this does come along with the territory. Tony Romo went through the same thing, and yes, we're going to uh, zero in on the players, their families. We've been on teams where your family has talked about players, like he's not good, he's not this. This is a part of NFL culture, but with the Cowboys, we are looking and looking for Micah Parsons' family members and CeeDee Lamb's family members and so-and-so because it creates the headline. It's also you and time where everyone has the yeah. ability to make right. their words heard by mm-hmm. but it's everybody on other teams uh, no that that's a, all right we're going to come back to this yeah. we have a lot yeah. more to do today we got all the off-season burning questions as we continue jerry was not just talking about that yesterday wait till you hear what he said about <laughs> bill belichick oh my goodness uh, jerry. if you're mike mccarthy waking up you've had better days uh, and then we'll get to pittsburgh the steelers owner has some strong words of his own could this mean a major move is coming. We have the solution to their problems next. Get up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Get Up is brought to you by FX's Feud, Capote versus the Swans. It premieres tonight at 10 on FX. You can stream on Hulu. All right, our next game is called Fact or Fiction Offseason Storylines. Graziano, Nick Sirianni, Vic Fangio, Kellen Moore, they will fix the Eagles' issues. Fact or fiction? Uh, fiction. <laughs> it feels like a bit of a, it feels like a bit of a hodgepodge to me, and it doesn't feel like you know it was a totally natural process to throw this all together. I feel like it could go wrong. Dancing around. Am I being too negative? Dancing around. Saturday? You're being 100% accurate. This you is all being coach, decided by people above the coach's office. you like this office. situation? Oh, I love this. This is yeah. so good. Hey, tell me who my coaches are going to be. Oh, I, I did live that way. Jeff, <laughs> try another one. Jim Harbaugh makes uh, the Chargers instant Super Bowl contenders. Fact or fiction? Mm, I'm going fiction here. Listen, I, I love the hire. I th- they're in salary cap hell. This is going to be a very difficult offseason. What they're going to do, how they're going to put this together I think two years is probably more I think he improves this football team and does it his way I think it'll take a little bit longer than, than immediate Super Bowl contenders in a year all right and one more Hawk let's go to Pittsburgh if I said this is Mike Tomlin's final year with the Steelers fact or fiction I'm gonna have to go with fact here because Woo-hoo-hoo. I think that the Pittsburgh fan base is dissatisfied with the one and done in the playoffs and I think for Mike Tomlin he's a little annoyed as well that he has been so consistent for this franchise and this organization, and it feels like that they are not appreciative of what he has brought to the, the, the franchise. It's not clear, though. It does seem as though the ownership has remained appreciative, at least as far as we know. Yep. And the Steelers owner, Art Rooney, has become impatient about the direction of the Steelers. Listen to what he said. I think there's an urgency. I think everybody, you know, we've, we've had enough of this. You know, it's, it's time to, to get some wind. It's time to take these next steps. And so, yeah, we're, we're, I, I think there's some urgency here for sure. The urgency to get wins in January. There's one obvious way they go about trying to do that, and that is getting a quarterback. So put a quarterback on their team for me right now that changes everything. Oh, it's Fields, the quarterback that's going to go on every team, every offseason list right now, a team that needs a quarterback, they're looking at Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a floor raiser for any team because of his athleticism and the playmakers that they have there. Zone read with Justin Fields and um, the running backs that they have there, I think is a great starting point for offense. Arthur Smith, who's now their coordinator, yeah. he rejuvenated Ryan Tannehill's career, another athletic quarterback uh, down in Tennessee. I think they could try to replicate that here with Justin Fields. I want to make a point, though. Because everyone is going to put Justin Fields everywhere, yeah. right? I mean, every place mm-hmm. there's an opening, everyone is going to say, because there aren't a lot of high-profile veteran quarterbacks that we expect to change 
teams. Russell Wilson is one. Justin Fields, maybe Kirk Cousins. Maybe. Right. And, and that's about it. So everyone, the answer to everything is going to be Justin Fields. But this morning you said, if you were Justin Fields, where would you want to go? The Atlanta Falcons. Why? Before you go to Pittsburgh. Uh, do you know who Pittsburgh plays twice a year? Because <laughs> I, I do. You know where they play? Because I do. If I'm a quarterback, you want to go face all those defenses, eight games a season, nine? I, I don't. Hey, I'm good. I'm good to go play in the <laughs> NFC South indoors. Let's go play a little bit at home. I'm from Atlanta. Everything points to going south. Easier competition all, all the way around. You do not want to go to the, to the AFC North and get the hell beat out of you for eight to nine weeks. And guess what? That's what happens to all their QBs. They all end up getting beat up, banged up. It is the way of life in that, what they call the black and blue division or whatever they call it. I want no part. I want to go where it's pretty. I, go to, I get to go down to Tampa, play a little bit. I get to go to New Orleans, celebrate there a little bit. I'm going to go have Carolina. some fun, right? Yeah, Carolina, let them rebuild. Let me get some victories under my belt that way. I'm, hey, listen, I'm not – all this, I want the hardest competition. No, sir. I, I want to win. I want to win. No, sir. That's what I, I think want. When you look at what the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers options are at quarterback, Fields is high on that list. Kirk Cousins is high on that list. But the, the problem is, like, thinking about a person like Fields, are the Pittsburgh Steelers as an organization going to give up what it takes to get him more than the Atlanta Falcons? Right. I don't think that they are because that's just not how they do business. Another option, and it's not going to sound sexy, is Ryan Tannehill. We talked about it in the pre-pro yeah. show because he has a familiarity with Arthur Smith. Yeah. And I get, listen, he is past his prime. He is 36, 37 years old. But the reality in Pittsburgh is that they really don't need a world beater to take the next step because they've been able to consistently have winning records and, and, and cross that mark into the playoffs without any production from the quarterback position. Yeah. Let, me, let me say this. Let me say this because I, I, I like it. I, I understand he's got familiarity with him. Russell Wilson for Arthur Smith would be, would be the best fit. And because he wants to play under center, he wants play action, he's a veteran quarterback, all the different things, and I get the whole zone read thing, but Arthur Smith can create a run game no matter what. He does as good as anybody and getting that created. So if you're going to talk about what Russell Wilson can do extremely well, and you have a vet guy in there who's won a bunch of games. I know people hate him. Yep. Dude wins a bunch of freaking games. So, you, you know, you're bringing somebody in there who brings some stability to an organization. And by the way, you got to write that check, Rooney, if you're talking all that noise. Well, so, so let's talk, Wilson, that's you know? the point. Tell yeah, everybody yeah. who doesn't already know, Russell Wilson would be the least expensive yeah. option of all. As it stands, scheduled to make $39 million, fully guaranteed this year. Oh, so and good. there are offsets in the contract. And what that means is if the Broncos cut him, as we expect that they will, and he goes and signs somewhere else, anything he signs for just goes back to the Broncos, right, up to $39 million. So if you're Russell Wilson, so you don't want to do the Broncos Otherwise any put, Denver pays the rest of it. Denver pays $39 million minus whatever his new salary is. Oof. So unless he's going to get 40 somewhere, which he's The point not, is it's all the same to him. Yes. to go someplace for $4 It doesn't million matter to him dollars. where he plays. He's not going to make any – I mean, unless you, maybe you give him a second year, whatever, you can do that. But the fact of the matter is you can get Russell Wilson to play for a minimum salary this year. Yeah. Russell Wilson has a, a, a particular personality, yeah. and it has, it has been what it has been. Mike Tomlin has a particular personality. Do you see that as a fit? I think, yes. I think just about everybody is a fit in Pittsburgh because Mike yep. Tomlin's personality is consistent with the, the personality of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You come in, you conform. It's a lot like the Belichick situation yeah. where you know when you get there, you know what you're signing up for. And I do think that Russell Wilson gets a lot more attractive when you realize that you're going to pay him league minimum and mm -hmm. you don't really have to ask that much of him. He does become a lot more attractive an asset because we talk about building around a cheap quarterback. 
Yep. You don't have to do it around a rookie. You can do it around a Super Bowl champion. And I know he hasn't been great recently, but. And think about Seattle and all those years. Like, like the Steelers are very similar. Big physical receiver outside, little quick one inside. Good running game. Like, all the things that you have to have. Defense. And you can avoid pressure. Defense that can win championships. It's a, it's a massive upgrade a there. Fascinating combination there. I, I, I'm sort of liking Fields to Atlanta. Let's see yes, sir. if Pittsburgh does go after Russell. As we continue, the object in the rearview mirror is a a lot closer than about half the coaches in the NFL would like. But is there one particular place, and the screen is telling you what it is, that it might make the most sense? Plus, one of the more interesting questions of the offseason, is Saquon Barkley going to have a new home in 2024? We have just the place as we continue next. Get up on ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Back on Get Up, bottom of the hour. So Jerry Jones is the gift that keeps on giving. Let me talk to you about Mike McCarthy, right? We know he's staying on as coach. He's a Super Bowl winner. He's had great regular season success in Dallas. 12 wins each of the last three years. They have the second best regular season record in the league in that time. Before that, he did great things with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He's been great with Dak Prescott. Third in completion percentage the last three years. Led the league in touchdown passes last year. The postseason, though, is where the good times have stopped. McCarthy 1-3 with Dallas. The only win against a team that was under 500. So that's been a disappointment, but Jerry Jones still likes what he sees. Listen to this. Uh, I thought we made a pretty good move four years ago when we hired Mike McCarthy. And he's had some great uh, in-season success. Now, he's come up short three times. Three times and advanced us in the playoff. Okay? But I like the fact that he's hanging around the rim. And I like what the team has done to, find, uh, to hang around the rim. All right, so while he's got McCarthy in the low post, uh, the thing that he actually – this the part that he said to Yahoo Sports was not on camera, but he was asked about Bill Belichick, and he said, I know him personally and I like him. There's no doubt in my mind we could work together. None, none. 
Now, I know this isn't a good analogy, <laughs> but we are all married men. And uh, if at any point we were I to say we do this. of any oh, woman in the world, <laughs> oh, there's no doubt in my mind I could be married to her. None. None. Like, yeah, my It'd wife and I. Day of my marriage. I, I like how. My ass kicked. Yeah, Stacey <laughs> and I are, we're hanging around the rim, you know, like, kind of nice. But, but. I hate when we do this. But, but why do you hate when we do this? You just said there's no doubt in his mind he can work with Bill Belichick. You don't have, your wife's not on a contract with a year left on it. Mike McCarthy is. That's my point. Is our contracts uh, legally, but whatever. You're right. But Dan, I mean, if the bottom line of it is that Mike McCarthy, term. he does not have, he does not have, he has a no compete clause, perhaps. Yeah. But he doesn't have like any of that other stuff. Oh no! Look again, Jerry. Show me what you think by what you do, not right. what you say. But what he's saying is interesting. He's had a lot of in-season success, right? He's come up short a few times. Mike McCarthy has one year left on his contract, and it does not sound like they're going to extend it. So what does that tell you? Mike, we like what you're doing. We think you're doing a good job. We do need more, though. Mm -hmm. If you show us more, then I think a new contract probably follows. If you don't, I can't make any promises. And I think that Jerry's being very honest about this in his comments. Well, just because it's the truth doesn't mean you have to say it. Well, but And this goes back to the original point that I made in the first segment is Jerry Jones seems to be having a difficulty balancing raising his franchise value, which he seems to believe is, which he's right about, is making your franchise interesting. Mm -hmm. Saying things that are interesting Mm -hmm. raises his franchise value. It does not improve his chances of winning. So saying to Yahoo on the side, oh yeah, I like Bill Belichick. How do you think that goes over in a locker room that you want to come together? So you want everyone to come around your coach. Normally you don't let a coach go into the final year of his contract because he looks like a lame duck. He's not only letting him go to the final year of his contract, he's also winking at Bill Belichick. Like this is not the recipe for winning a championship. And then when they come up short, he's going to push Dak out there like he does every time and say, we only win as far as Dak could take us. It's, yeah. it's foolishness. Never mind your defense gave up six yards yeah. of carry. They shoved it down your throat. Like, enjoy it. We'll take it. It's all Dak's fault. Like, I'm not saying Dak played great or played well, but come on. Like, it, like in totality, as a general manager, you haven't hit the mark either. You just can't fire yourself because you're the owner. But if we were looking at general managers, we would say, oh, the middle of the defense was really weak. No run game. There's some, uh, well, there's some things that we should have fixed that we didn't fix, but we're not going to blame ourselves. We're going to blame McCarthy and Dak. That's the two easiest places to stop. You know, you Make an interesting point there. The first thing you said sort of made me think about it. I don't know what the really popular reality shows on TV are anymore. Like, I, I know there was a time I, I knew what they were. There are a million of them, obviously. I don't know which one. The best reality show on television is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yep, the Dallas Cowboys are an un- and Michael Strahan kind of alluded to this the day, on the postgame show on Fox, the day they lost, the, the day they lost to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, Jerry Jones. Let these guys be football players. Mm. Like, like the, the, they're, they're treated differently. And you sort yep. of were touching on this. They're treated differently than the players on the other 32 teams. They're treated like contestants on a reality. Are you going to marry him? Are you going to marry her? All that. Like, that's what happens in that town. And, and are we supposed to believe that Bill Belichick would sign up for that? The person who won't give us information that we already know is fact. We can see it. And he does. But if meanwhile. I'm Bill, that's the job I want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah of it is. Because they're, I mean, so, they're so close. Of all the teams you might get, they're the closest. But, Man, but it doesn't matter because, to your point, the issue with the Cowboys is not on the field. The issue is the culture of the team. And when your owner is weekly radio shows talking about your quarterback and head coach, giving information, volunteering topics that weren't topics the week before, Bill Belichick's culture does not operate that way. I disagree. 
I'm going to disagree with what you said. I don't think that's the reason they got blown out by Green Bay. I think the reason they got blown out by Green Bay is they have no running game and they got the ball run down their throat. I think that their culture, for however dysfunctional it is, and yes. it is, mm-hmm. actually that would show itself up, I would think, in the regular season. When they faced adversity this year, they came through it great. I don't think that is actually their problem. Because when you work for or play for the Dallas Cowboys, there, there's no surprises about like how it works. Like That's just Jerry. And Dak Prescott's been there, what, eight years? Mm-hmm. He knows. He knows what he's supposed to pay attention to and what he can ignore that comes out of the owner's mouth as well as anybody does. I think Mike McCarthy knows it, too. He signed up with his eyes open, and this is what he gets. It comes with a lot of money. It comes with a lot of fame. It comes with a perpetual annual chance to compete in the playoffs. But it comes with other stuff, too. I think to the culture point, it's not as simple as um, them getting the ball run on them. I think when you have the person who's in charge saying that the issue or – intimating that the issue is the quarterback or the coach, the people who are the actual issues, you don't address it, they do not feel responsible to address that because right. no one is having that pressure on them. Exactly. And so you want to have the conversation about the stars because you want to raise your franchise value and you want to create Vanderpump rules down in mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboy land, but you're not concerned about actually addressing right. the things that are important to the team. And you take each situation, each game, each year, each wild card playoff in isolation, yes, you need to stop the run, yeah. you need to be better in the past, game. Yeah. When you take it in those totality, those are symptoms of a greater problem over eight years. It's the eight? same in and over. I mean, the last eight <laughs> years of Dak's career. Yeah, right. But even I play with the Browns. If you take every game yeah. and you take every year in isolation, you will be able to fix football problems. In the tenure, in my early tenure, and the tenure before me, before it got to where it is now, there were much larger issues that needed to be solved to compete, and that is the problem in Dallas. The the issue is, as Jerry, as the general manager, you cannot continue to wear these two hats. And I say it this way. (laughs) Howie Roseman takes all kinds of grief, right, for whatever it is, right? So, you know, we're talking about hiring coaches, and, and, and good for him. But one thing he does do is make adjustments to help his team. Whether it's go get A.J. Brown, whether it's go get Linval Joseph, and Indomitian Sue, middle of the season, that they make a Super Bowl run. They are he is willing to make some cha- cha- or take chances when when all Jerry. Jerry does is say we draft good, we got the talent, we got this. No, you don't. Like we, we can look at a roster and say you are lacking in areas, you are flawed. Mm. And the problem is when you're the owner, you don't want to see that because it reflects on you. So they tried to get a defensive tackle to address the run in the draft this year. They went out and got Cooper. There, it's not that he is incapable of doing it doesn't try to he hasn't done it effectively my issue with it is about accountability we talk about cultures and how they win and the most successful cultures are the ones that are accountable and it does not feel like they are holding everyone accountable to the same degree they want to talk about the people that are at the top they're not holding themselves accountable they're not holding all the other coaches accountable they're not holding all the other players accountable to the degree that they hold Dak Prescott accountable and that undermines Mm -hmm. Dak's um, position as a leader on the team and we can continue to go year to year and talk about this the problem that's the problem no, the problem is Jerry Jones is the producer on the most popular reality show in all of America and not necessarily as important as his job of running a championship organization. And if you think about Bill Belichick, my point is, do you think he would want to sign up for that week in and week out, going in the media and having to answer questions about his owner and what his owner's thoughts are on his job as a head yeah, coach? Yeah, because you know what he's going to say? Ask like, Jerry. I feel like you can That's tolerate anything for a short enough period. Of, I think if Bill Belichick Possibly. only wants a couple of years to get 15 more wins, yeah. a chance to maybe win a Super Bowl. 
And listen, Bill is know, as man. good as there is about saying when someone asks him a question about what someone else is saying, don't ask me. That's go true. He's very good, he's very good he's at that. He's elite at, at pretending he, he the is. question wasn't asked. That's yes. right. Yeah, look, he's got an entire year to sit there and think about. Well, maybe he's the only person. Could I live this with this? That's right. right. Because I do think that I do think that Jerry's personality is so big that it doesn't matter how Dak tries to lead the team or how Mike McCarthy no. tries to lead no. the team because they're led by Jerry. But if you bring in someone like Bill Belichick, when Jerry is saying these ridiculous things in the media, Bill Belichick might have the cachet and power to walk into that locker room and say, y'all don't listen to that, that buffoon. We are one mm. team. This is what we're going to do. I don't care what he said. The problem is you can't get off the block. The problem is you're going behind guards right. when you need to attack the point of attack. The problem is when we only have the same answers for every blitz that they can, that Savage can predict it because this is what we do every time someone blitzes us. The problem is not Dak Prescott's performance. So you're saying, like, Mike McCarthy has the ability to go in that locker room and, and, and coach it well enough to get 11, 12 wins every year. But you're saying, ultimately, when it comes down to it, they don't take him seriously because they know he's not the one with the power in the organization. Yeah, you rephrased it and, like and it was Bill, a question. And Bill Belichick, <laughs> you know, because yeah. that, that's an interesting way to – because Bill, and Bill Belichick, you think, would overcome that by it's the possible. force of his he own – He has cachet and credibility that no right. one else in football has right now. If nothing else, he, he also can X and O it. Yeah. There's, the, no one questions yeah. that, and that might be that's what they need as much as anything. NBA action coming your way tonight. Good matchups. Devin Booker, you can't be hotter than he is. Uh, he and the Suns take on the Nets, 8.30 Eastern on ABC. And then Dame Lillard headed back home to Portland with the Bucks against the Trailblazers at 10 Eastern on ESPN. Coming up, how exactly can McCarthy and the Cowboys get better? We have the guy that Jerry Jones should call right now. We'll tell you who that is next. Get up on ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ESPN Bet is the official sports book of ESPN, the only place to find exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sportsbook bet. Download today. What a play. Holding it high and tight there, guys. High and tight. (laughs) Off-season burning questions for the group. Graziano, let's start with a big one. Which team is Saquon Barkley going to play for in 2024? New York Giants. Boo. They can franchise him again, guys, for $12 million. Do we expect that? I do. I do expect that. They franchised him last year. He wanted a new contract. Their answer was basically no. And I think they'll do it again. And maybe there's a, a, a solution they can come to, but they didn't find it last year, uh, and he didn't exactly hold out and make their lives difficult. So I don't know why they would think they couldn't get away with it again. The fact that he went such, Sorry, good, shoulder, uh, such good soldier for them a year ago, yeah. the fact that the locker room is already starting to come out, you're hearing comments, Kayvon Thibodeau and others, yeah. we should have paid him. That's the, the one Jones. thing. That's the one thing, right? Because if the locker room, and they are very much behind him, and if ownership says, hey, look, this is too important, we got to pay this guy. Because I don't think the front office, which comes from Buffalo, where they never paid a running back, is eager to pay a running back a big salary. I I just don't think they are. But, But is it the alternative then to just let him go try and find the bigger contract somewhere else? Sure, but why you don't have to? No, that's why they invented the franchise tag. Yeah, locker, what the do you locker think? room issue. Actually, that's not why. Yeah. Well, not how they use it. It the, sort of is. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. That, that's yeah. what they do with it. The yeah. locker room issue is a smaller problem. It's rare that that becomes a big problem in football. It's not like basketball. All the players recognize they have a short opportunity. That's right. So even if they're annoyed, Thibodeau's still going to sure. ball out to the best of his ability. I don't think they care about it. It's unfair and it sucks for running backs in particular, but especially Saquon because he's one of the best we've seen. Where were? Yeah, I guess my point is, if ownership starts to care what the locker room thinks and and makes a ruling, right, then all of a sudden that could change. If there's a team we could put him on, taking the Giants out of it, if there was a team we could put him on that he would immediately make them a Super Bowl contender, which team would that be? Houston Texans. Houston, Ooh, Texas. Now, yeah. see, that's fantastic. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Like- yeah, I'm here all day. I'm Thank going you. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, I like that oh, one better. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. But he, the well, they, they, they needed it last year. They need it this year. You know, he's a dual threat. He's impactful. He knows the division extremely well. Like, all the things that you want to happen, this guy's been playing it, and he produces. I, that's he's no exactly brainer. what they need. It's right? no he's brainer. literally exactly, exactly what they don't have. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the best version of their offense was when they had a real running back that they felt like they could rely on all the, all the time. No disrespect to Pollard coming off an injury, but he was at his best when he had another counterpart. Exactly. So Helpful. it'd be nice to see him there, but I think what Hawk mentioned, a team that's less fun to talk about, would be nice too, to see a young quarterback paired with uh, that type of running back. But honestly, any team, there's not a team that is on, like I think the Baltimore was thought of as sure. a team that he could go yep. to at some point. If they hand it to the running back, he'd be a great addition there also. And I think if you got Saquon, you won't forget to do that. All right, off-season burning questions. Let's go to Buffalo. That's a team that finally got a running game together last year, and it made a difference. Do they need to get Josh Allen more help in Buffalo? Hawk. More help than, than what? James Cook, who can do it in the pass game and the running game. Stephon Diggs, who has been a top three receiver over the last five seasons. Excuse me. Excuse me. Top five receiver over when? Five seasons. Five yeah. seasons. The last time he had 100 Four yards a in a game this year was week six. I, I mean, you again, well, I think Stephon there's Diggs personal number one play. Rec- 
Stephon Diggs is still a number one receiver. I think, I think part, of the, part of his decline was the, the change in the style of the offense. I Absolutely. think Stephon Diggs is still a number one receiver. He kept the coordinator. Yeah, I, I understand. Maybe in his value out there, it's still attracting attention. So I, I don't know that he, that Josh Allen needs more help, but I do think that you can never have too much help when you got to no. get past uh, Patrick Mahomes. But, Where you, they, but their defense is so depleted. If you have an option between helping Josh Allen or improving that defense, you got to get numbers for the defense. And you can't get too much help when you're paying the quarterback what you're paying him. So, I mean, the reality is when you are a top-paid quarterback, you have to do more with less. And Stephon Diggs is more than what you get less. He has an, He's an incredible receiver. Yes, he had a down season, but skill for skill, bar for bar, Stephon Diggs is still Stephon Diggs. Please do not get that misunderstood. Even if he is, I think they'll add. I, I, I didn't you have like, to. You saw they drafted Kincaid last year. Like I, I, I know Brandon Bean is always after wide receiver upgrades. It's been a big thing yeah. for him since he's been the GM there. Gabe Davis doesn't seem to have really worked out as a consistent threat, so I do think they'll add. He's up 100, but I agree. Yeah. I agree with Garage. you got to go get another one. you you got to go, I think, you gotta get, a, you gotta get a, a complimentary receiver on the other side of the field, especially if, as you get to the playoff time and you want Allen to use his legs, you have to be able to push people off of you. And Brady does a great job with Cook and all that, but at some point, defense are going to climb down. You're going to have to have it. Help isn't just um, running backs and receivers. Right. Help is also defense. And yes. like, I, I think back that. to the first round of that Ravens game against Houston. Mm -hmm. The Ravens were bad kind of offensively, but the help that they received was the defense holding it together until they could get the halftime, and we saw it again in the Chiefs game. The help that, that um, Lamar received, although he couldn't capitalize on it, was that defense keeping them in the game the whole time. I think the help that Josh Allen needs is less pressure on him. Which I, come I, from I, I do agree with that, but, but you got guys coming back from injury on that side of the right. ball, too. Yeah, oh, but the Von Miller thing hasn't worked out. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to be surprised to see them in that market either. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a greater need than anything else, but we yeah. can talk more about Stefan Diggs. Look, I think he gets the credit. I, I think no one besides Josh Allen gets more credit right. for Josh Allen becoming Josh Allen than and Stephon Josh. Diggs does. Sure. Yep. But the time comes for everyone. I mean, how, depending on how we're defining a number one receiver, yeah. you know, if, if, is, he a top, one, right? is he a top 10 receiver in the league, a top 15 receiver in the league anymore? I, I mean, that, that, that would be the question I would ask. I, I still think he's a top 10 receiver. But to your point, if the production they got with Joe Brady as a unit was far and beyond what they were getting previously in this season because the offense is being called differently. So you can have the conversation of, well, now that this is our new identity offensively, do we need a Stephon Diggs the way that we needed him in the past? That's a legit thing. But as, a, as far as ability and what Stephon Diggs can bring to the table, he is still a top 10 receiver, but maybe he needs to be in a different scenario so that they can get the most out of his ability. And I think about Philly, you know, AJ and and Devontae Smith, like you, there, you, there has to be a, a, you know, a Batman and Robin. Like there's got to be some help. I'm just telling you, because you can take one guy out. The, the, the tight end's not going to scare you that much. Okay, let, let me leave that one there because I got one more burning question here, and this is one, Neek, that is near and dear to my heart. Mm. Are the Jets a playoff team with Aaron Rodgers back and healthy next year? Nah, homie. Nah, oh. <laughs> nah homie. Dang. Nah, homie. Oh. I hate, to, I hate to, to break your heart, but uh, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be better uh, than he was uh, last year or than he was his final year in Green Bay. Like, Father Time. He wasn't anything last year. Right? right. But Father Time catches up to all of us, and Achilles, while he may have the best rehab in the history, it's still going to be a diminished version of it, and they still have holes that they need to address and they need to answer. At defense is probably not probably defense is statistically less consistent to return as offense and they managed to put together two back-to-back -back seasons of really great defense 
the defense being as good as it's been is uh, a lot to ask, even though they're still going to be good. You're expecting this team that still has issues with at probably the second most important thing to have if you want to have a protect, productive offense is uh, offensive line. They still got those problems there. So I think we're getting ahead of ourselves if we believe that just adding this version of Aaron Rodgers puts them in the play. Well, yeah, yeah, we don't know what version of Aaron Rodgers this is, right? There's no way to know. There is no I'm a, there's I'm no a, history of a 40-year-old coming back from this injury. Well, let me just, I'm going to disagree. I, 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 think, <laughs> I think they are. I, I think they will become. And I think they do need help on offensive line-wise. But if there's one thing that – Aaron can do and figure out. It's the timing of his routes to get the ball out of his hand and not take unnecessary shots. He will find a way to do that. And he's got a long time. I mean, from a rehab perspective, he'll have a long time. I know he's trying to rush it back, but they will be with the defense they have, the running backs they have. They just got to get their line to go yeah. play. We're talking about Kirk Cousins playing next year. Aaron Rodgers had the same injury months earlier. Right. So, in theory, he should be re as ready to go as can Absolutely. be. Absolutely. I'm asking an offensive lineman. Can you build an offensive line in one offseason? Yes. Right now, they basically yeah. need four parts. Yeah, I mean, you look at what Kansas City did after after the, what, what, faced, what they faced. Now, you're going to have to draft, right? But the, the other part of that is the quarterback can help your offensive line look much better than they are by timing of routes, right? The way you call plays can benefit your offensive line. It doesn't have to be back there where you're holding the ball, patting the ball, and doing those things. Timing helps. All offensive lines, you just got to figure that part out. That's yeah. not how Aaron Rodgers plays, and that's not how he played in the four right. plays that he played last year. That's uh, the four well, plays. Let's not let's not dive into but the. He does play. hold the ball, but what I'm saying is he doesn't take unnecessary shots. He does a decent job. I had a conversation with, with Jeff earlier about offensive line play and how difficult it is to find good offensive linemen. Now, all of, now all of a sudden you can find four in one offseason. You get them okay. on Craigslist. But I, I, I think that when you look at the Jets, hate being me. in the playoffs is not the barometer. Like, that's easy. I think they're a playoff team. They were 7-10 and 10 this year with the worst quarterback play we've seen Thank in you. years. And so Last I think year. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> – since the year before, I think Aaron Rodgers can flip four games. Absolutely. But as it pertains to the playoffs, that's not the goal with Aaron Rodgers. It's being a Super Bowl team, and that they are not. All right. Yeah. We will take a short break on that thought. Much, much more to, say. to be said. <laughs> <laughs> Up against the hour. The DNB stands for dysfunction. If you didn't hear this, I mean, Jerry Jones, God bless him, gave us an entire show today. Wait till you hear what he said about his quarterback next. Old Jerry. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 